I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the block, Andrew's gone. Inside for Albert. Albert will score. Albert will score. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had the news break last night that Jack Whiten, he'll be joining the South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, next year, 2024, on a four-year deal. So huge news uh, in Rugby League, huge news for the Canberra Raiders, huge news for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. So much to touch on here. Uh, First of all, I love the signing for South Sydney. I really Really love it. Uh, he's obviously a 5'8 down there at the Canberra Raiders. I believe he'll be a left center at the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he is a better center than what he is, 5'8. Um, but I also just think Jack Whiten's a better footballer than he is anything else. And I think that just adding him to any team improves it. I think he's got just that killer instinct about him. I've said it a number of times when it comes to origin and whatnot. Um, I, I think if he's available, he should be picked. He's obviously retired from representative football. A lot of speculation going around that he's done that to lessen his value uh, to be able to go to South Sydney and whatnot. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that's very tinfoily. Uh, I'm... I'm not going to sort of venture into that sort of stuff. I'm going to take Jack at his word, uh, which I I kind of believe, to be honest with you. But anyway, we'll get into this trade and what it well, sorry this this deal and what it means and how it impacts both clubs. We'll start with the Canberra Raiders. Uh, now, Jack Whiten has been the main guy at the Raiders for quite some time now. Obviously, when they went all the way to the grand final a couple of years ago, he was the Clive Churchill medalist in that game, was unbelievable in that game. Um, His kicking game was sensational, which is obviously something he's not overly noted for. Uh, And then came back the year after and won the Dalian medal, albeit a controversial one, whatever. Um, I don't think there's any doubting that Jack White was in the top two or three best players in the competition that year. Um... would I have given him the Daily M? Probably not. Uh, but he was right up there with the very best of them. So this is, I don't think it's completely ludicrous that he won it. Um, so a guy that has proven, and he's proven in the Origin Arena for the Kangaroos, he's done it time and time again, uh, the sort of quality footballer that he is. So I think for the Canberraers to lose him, I think it's really going to hurt. Now, he's also been a staple of this team for a very long time. He's been there for 14 seasons, which when I heard it, I thought, that can't be right. Then I went and had a look at it. 
14 seasons for the Canberraiders he's played. Fucking incredible uh, what Jack Whiten has done down there. And obviously, you know, burst onto the scene as a fullback, moved into the centres and then moved into 5-8. And I'll be the first one to admit, I didn't think he'd be able to make the transition into the 5-8 role. I really didn't. So credit to Ricky Stewart for making that work. He did try and attempt this with a few other guys throughout the years, like your Jack Whitens and these sort of guys moving them. Uh, sorry, your, your, your Jared Haynes and these sort of guys. But he really made it work with Jack Whiten. It took time. Um, and I still don't think Jack is the most polished 5-8 in the comp or anything like that. Once again, I think very similar to Adam Dewey, Jack Whiten is a better footballer than what he is 5-8. And I think most would agree with that. But I do think the stuff that I criticized him, why he wouldn't make it, as a 5'8", he improved out of sight his passing game. Whilst it isn't elite now, it has improved quite a bit and his kicking game has improved out of sight. I know he still has his games where his kicking game isn't perfect, but fuck, when he first made the move there, every third kick was hitting the fence. It was it was out on the fulls. It was just that, that left foot was spraying shit, left, right, and center. And I thought in that grand final in 2019, despite not winning the grand final, obviously, I thought Jack was tremendous, won the Clive Churchill medal, and I completely understood why. Go back and watch his kicking game. It was unbelievable, and I've said it before, and I will say it again. If there was any other winger ever, other than Brett fucking Morris, playing right wing for the Roosters to take care of all those kicks, the Canberra Raiders probably win that grand final because he was tremendous that night, B-Moz. And uh, every time he got the ball, he was a metre out from his trial line. Jack White and just had it on a 10-cent piece all night. Unfortunately, it just happened to be one of the greatest wingers, if not the greatest winger we've ever seen. Definitely the most consistent winger we've ever seen, in my opinion, uh, who was taking care of them all night. So I think Jack White's going to be a massive loss to the Canberra Raiders. And look, what, do I think Jack Whiten's worth the $1.1 million the Rose are offering? Fuck no. No, I don't. But do I think he's worth $1.1 million to the Raiders? You know what? I probably do. I mean, we have seen for the last 15, 20 years how many guys have ventured down there to the Canberra Raiders to check out the facilities and all that, and they're throwing all this money at them for them to turn around and go anywhere else. I mean, let's call it what it is. People don't want to live in Canberra, yeah? People from Sydney, people from Queensland, they do not want to live in Canberra, yeah? That's the reality of it. Um, that's the harsh reality of it, yeah? And sorry if that's uh, that's with all due respect to people, you know, obviously people that live in Canberra or the surrounding areas, but people from Sydney don't want to live in Canberra, yeah? Whether that's fair or unfair, it's probably great once you're there, but people don't want to go there. That's the reality of it. Um, so it becomes very hard for the Canberraiders to be able to sign players. This is what I've always felt... Always felt really sorry for the Canberraiders that it is a very tough gig. There was that, you know, ten year period before Ricky Stewart opened up that pathway to England, where you had your Michael Ennis's, your Josh Mansells, your James Tedesco's. Every week there was someone new going down to Canberra to have a look. None of them were signing there though, and then constantly you had guys leaving the Canberraiders and being very successful elsewhere. Your Todd Carney's, your Josh Dugans, all these sort of guys, and um, it's just. Uh, it's a tough spot to recruit. Let's be honest here. We have to call it as it is. It is a tough spot to recruit. Uh, it would be very hard to convince me to go live down there from growing up in Sydney and whatnot. I know that all my mates, I was talking about this a few weeks ago with them, we all felt exactly the same. We wouldn't go and we wouldn't want to go and live in Canberra. That's the reality of it. And I'm sure the kids coming from Queensland where it's nice weather and everything like that, they'd even be less keen to go down there. Um, so it's a really tough spot, and I think that Ricky's done a tremendous job over the years going over to England and finding guys. But I think Ricky was sort of... 
obviously not the first to do it because there has been a lot of English players that have come out to a game before, but the first one to really tap into that bar, that into that market properly as far as getting, you know, a lot of players from there. Elliot Whitehead, your Josh Hodgson's, your Johnny Batemans, your Georgie Williams, a heap of guys that have come over here and have been really, really successful because the climate is very similar, yeah? And I think that when you are, when you have got a group of Pommy players down there, you can bring other guys there and you can be really successful with them. And the Canberra Raiders were they were fantastic. Obviously, went all the way to that grand final. Georgie Williams came in the year after. He was great. That all obviously went to shit, and we we know how, or we know reportedly how that all played out and everything. But um, with Jack leaving, I just you know, and yeah, it, it leaves them with that one point one million dollars to spend elsewhere. But who's the guy they're going to get? That's going to be better for them than Jack White. And who's the guy they're going to convince to leave a Sydney club, to leave a Queensland club, to come there and have more influence than what Jack White has? Um, you know, there, there's probably is guys that they can get for 1.1. Are they going to be the same sort of footballers as Jack White? Are they going to have as much influence on this team as Jack White? I'm not convinced they will. I, I think that they will have to pay overs to get someone. Uh, and I think that Jack White was the perfect sort of footballer for the Raiders, in which he was a fantastic footballer. He was a fucking goer. He was tough as nails. Wasn't the most skillful guy in the world. So you could pay the 1.1 and keep him in Canberra. Um, whereas, you know, if, if this situation had played out differently, if Jack Whiten was... Like, if you were to completely completely flip the script, if Jack Whiten was a Dalian medal player playing for the South Sydney Rabbitohs and the Canberra Raiders were trying to convince him to go to Canberra instead of saying Sydney you're probably looking to pay him 1.2 to go down there, 1.3 to go down there, you know what I mean? To hold him there for 1.1, I don't know. I get it. I also understand that he is obviously aging and whatnot, um, but I don't know. I just I just don't know where the Canberra Raiders go from here. It leaves a massive hole in their halves. Obviously, it leaves a massive hole in their club. Um, they've got Jamal Fogarty, who's a tremendous halfback. Who do you pair up with him? I spoke to a number of uh, Canberra Raiders fans tonight. I spoke to the great Jack Cronin a little bit earlier, and we were talking about, um, you know, guys that could replace him and who are the young guys on the market. And I'm going, fuck, I don't know. Do you, is it a, can you fill Jack White's shoes with a young guy? Realistically, you don't know who your hooker is. You're sort of you're screwing around with that spot. I know you've got Xavier Savage there, but I, I don't think he is cemented as your fullback long-term. You've, you've got Seb Chris, who's done okay there. He's done exactly what we thought Seb Chris would do. I'm not totally convinced on Xavier Savage as a long-term fullback. You've got uh, young um, Chevy Stewart, who's come down there from the Cronulla Sharks, who I rate very highly. Is he ready for first grade at the moment? No, he's not. Uh, do I think he'll be better than Xavier Savage? Personally, I do. Um, so I just, I don't know. You've just got so many problems in this team as it stands right now that you're trying to sort out, and your heart and soul decide you're losing. Elliot Whitehead's obviously getting older. Joshy Hodgson left last year. Josh Papali'i's getting older. I just, I, I'm, I, I just, I'm not sure the direction in which the Raiders are going in. And I have said it for a number of times. I think they've signed a number of really young guys that are coming through. You've obviously got um, Chevy Stewart, who I mentioned. Ethan Strange, they got from the Sydney Roosters, who I rate as well. Another front row they got, I forget his name. He's very handy. Um... The kid they got from Penrith last year, the lock forward who's been playing New South Wales Cup, Puduru, uh, we mentioned him at the start of the year. I don't think he can play till round 11 or round 12, but I think he's been killing it. I think his frame is probably a little bit too small first grade at the moment. But I think there, there is potential there. You've obviously got your Trey Mooney's, your Atamariotas, these sort of guys. Matty Timoko, he has really come on. Great guns. So there, there are there are silver linings there at the Canberra Raiders, but to be sex, successful in this comp, you need to have your superstars. You need to have your superstars firing. 
And when I look at this Raiders side, like the back line is already a huge worry. Yeah, it's always very hard to work out where their points are going to come from. It's always very hard when you watch them to work out what their game plan is. Uh, essentially, it is just get a good ball to Jack White and see what he can do. Take him out of the piece. I just don't know where they go from here. And, you know, season 2024, it's not that far away now. You know, it's 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 eight, nine, ten months away, and they don't have a star there that's going to come in to replace Jack White. No, I mean, they realistically don't even have a ball player to come in there. You've obviously got Frawley and Schneider there that you can bring in, but are these guys the answers? <sighs> I don't know. I'm a little bit worried about the Canberra Raiders over the next, uh, next few years. Very interesting how it plays out. And, I mean, the big question here is, I mean, Ricky Stewart, he's obviously been very close to Jack White for a very long time. If Jack White's now willing to go... Where does that leave Ricky Stewart? Um, I mean, I, I think a big part of Ricky Stewart staying there as coach was that he was keeping Jack there. Now that he's not, where do they go from here? I just, I don't know. What sort of an issue is that going to cause? You know, th- this day was always going to come where Ricky Stewart was either going to leave or be sacked. One of the two. He's not going to coach forever. Uh, but he is obviously a club legend at the Canberra Raiders. So, you know, there's going to have to be change at some point, whether it's through the playing group, whether it's via the coach, I, I don't know how this one's all going to play out, but very interesting times for the Canberra Raiders. And Jack White and leaving is going to leave a massive, massive hole. There is no doubt about that whatsoever. And I think it could have a domino effect for the next couple of years. Now, Jack leaving. If I was Jack White, would I have left? Yes. If I was Jack White, would I have left and taken a pay cut? Yes, I would have. Um, for Jack White and the footballer he is, he's been on good money throughout his entire career. He's played a lot of rep footy and whatnot. I mean, he's still he's going to South Sydney on less than what he could make staying in Canberra. But you've got to remember as well, he's moving to Sydney. Yeah, he's going to have more opportunities that are going to come his way. There's more you know business opportunities and whatnot. There's a heap of other things that he can he can benefit off living in Sydney over Canberra. Realistically, that's the reality of it. He also genuinely gets an opportunity to win a comp. Could he do it at the Canberra Raiders? I don't believe so. I genuinely don't think the Canberra Raiders have what it takes to win a comp over the next few years. Um, I think moving to South Sydney where Jack Whiten, and I say this with all due respect to Jack Whiten, I think Jack Whiten is better off being one of the guys than the guy. I don't think he has the skill set. I don't think he has... Uh, the entire ability to be the guy in a team. And over the last years, the Canberra Raiders, he's been the guy, the one they rely on and whatnot, which I think he can do, but I don't think it's how to best utilize Jack Wyden. I personally think he's better off being at South Sydney, not playing in their spine, playing left center. We know what the best thing about Jack Wyden is. It's his running game and it's his defense. Left center is going to be fucking perfect for him. In the South Sydney Rabbitohs side, the guy is Latrell Mitchell. The guy is Cody Walker. All of a sudden, you can just let Jack White and sit out there on their edge and be one of the guys. He can roam around. He can do. He can sort of do what he wants. Jack White. And I think he's a natural footballer. But for him to be sitting at left center on that edge, fuck me, that is lethal. It is going to be so dangerous. So I think Jack White has looked around the room and gone. I, I am getting to the back end of my career. I featured in one grand final. I'm looking around at the back line I'm playing with at the Canberra Raiders here. Have we, got a t- have we got what it takes to win a premiership in the next three or four years? I don't think so. South Sydney, though, I've got, I've got one of my best mates, Latrell Mitchell, sitting up there. There's an opportunity for me to play left center with potentially the greatest try scorer of all time outside me. Cody Walker, one of the most creative 5'8s inside me, and Latrell Mitchell out the back of me and inside me is one of the most gifted guys in this league. For me, I get it 100%. You get to play behind that forward pack. Jace Demetrio has shown that he's a fantastic coach. He's shown that he can get the very best out of guys all across the park. He could be the guy to take Jack Whiten to another level. I don't think Jack Whiten's ever been coached by anyone other than Ricky Stewart. So he's never really been tested at club level by anyone else other than Ricky. 
I think Demetrio could get something really special out of him. And I think on the end of that back line, on that left edge spot, I think it could be fantastic. And I genuinely do think that the South Sydney Rabbos can win a comp next year. I think they could win a comp in the next two years. And I think that South Sydney have looked around the room and I understand the salary cap argument. A lot of people mention me, how can they possibly afford this? I, I think a lot of it does come down to timing. I think you also need to be aware that Latrell Mitchell has consistently taken pay cuts. Um, you know, he's had all these giant offers from all these other clubs, 1.1, 1.2, whatever it might be. I'm pretty confident he has taken pay cuts throughout his time. So there is money freed up there. There's guys like Cody Walker, guys like Damian Cook, who haven't taken these huge contracts that they could have. have tried to stay together at South Sydney and try and achieve something there. Let go of Adam Reynolds. They've got a young half back there. Most teams are spending a lot more money on their halfback than what the South Sydney Rabbitohs are. The other guys in the spine are, un, are on unders. You've got other guys like Colin Montungi. Like, I, I don't know what he's on right now, but I have no doubt whatsoever he is playing above what his salary is. Campbell Graham, I don't know what he's on right now, but I have no doubt whatsoever. Campbell Graham, he'll be getting paid more in his next contract than what he's getting right now. So I think where they are right now is a little bit of a sweet spot where... They've got these young guys. You have a look like, oh, I think AJ's been a tremendous winger for a long time, but he's a South Sydney boy through and through. I don't think he'd be taking the absolute max he possibly could. I think a lot of these guys would be taking haircuts because they're South Sydney guys or they see that there's an opportunity to win a comp. You've got so many guys in this team. Cody, Cook, these champion players that haven't won premierships yet that can see an opportunity to win a premiership if maybe they take a little bit of a haircut. And oh, I think that is how this has played out. Now, I think South Sydney is smart. They've looked around the room and they've gone, hey, this team here, we have gone to so many prelims in a row. We know that we can get there. We just need the icing on the cake to finish it off. I think they've looked around the room and gone, you know what, Cody and Cookie, they've got two years left. We think that with these guys here, with Latrell Mitchell, with Cam Murray, with these guys coming to the peak of their football, we can win a comp here. Let's go all in on these two years. They've gone and got Jack White to play left centre. I think that Isaiah Tass has done a tremendous job for South Sydney. You all know how much I rate Isaiah Tass. Talking about him since way before he even made his debut about how I thought he could be the long-term left centre, and I still think he can be. But if a Jack Whiten presents itself, you're not going to let Jack Whiten go. He's an absolute killer, Jack Whiten. And if you can get him in your football team, you need to. And I think South Sydney have said, you know what? Cody and Cook, you got... You got two, maybe three years left. That's our window to try and win a comp here. We're going to go all fucking in. People saying the salary cap doesn't work because of this. You got to remember as well that, you know, yes, South Sydney are going all in right now, and this could fuck them for the next 10 years. There is the potential this could completely screw them. You have a look at the Canterbury Bulldogs. You know, the salary cap still existed back in, 02, in 2012 and 2014. They went all in on those years to try and win a comp, and it costs them over the next four, five, six years. They're only just starting to recover from that now realistically. Um, just because the team is stacked at one point doesn't mean the salary cap isn't working. It, it can mean that they are just going hard at that period of time and it could cost them later. South Sydney will be hoping that they can bring through the young, the juniors that they've got. South Sydney will be hoping that because they've already got juniors in this side, whether it be Colin Montungi, a mascot junior, Campbell Graham, a Coogee Wombat, a heap of these guys that have come through South Sydney that hopefully they'll be willing to take haircuts to stay at this club as well. And people will say, oh, that's the salary cap not working. I personally think South Sydney should be rewarded for bringing young guys through and bringing them into first grade and nurturing them all the way through. You go and have a look at those guys. Colin Montungi has been playing for the mascot Jets since he was five fucking years old. South Sydney have brought him from the bottom up to the very top. I think he had a brief stint over at the Canterbury Bulldogs in his junior footy, but South Sydney have taken him all the way through. Campbell Graham. Campbell Graham's been a Coogee Wombat his entire career. Went to Marcelin around the corner, same as Cam Murray. All these guys that are local juniors 
They've brought all the way through. Yeah, Alex Johnsons, these sort of guys. Um, I mean, I, I think the South Sydney should be rewarded for that. And I think that if they can afford, if they can convince these guys, hey, if you take less money, we can try and win a comp here. It's not like they're a team that's won X amount of comps in the last few years and they're saying this is definitely going to happen. They're saying to these guys, we think we can win a comp this year if you guys are willing to do X, Y, Z. And if they're willing to do it, I don't know. Should South Sydney be punished for that? I'm, I'm not sure if they should realistically. I mean... I'm sure the Penrith Panthers boys, a lot of them are probably taking unders. I, I kind of know for a fact a lot of them are taking unders to stay there. And a lot of other guys were willing to also take unders to stay there. But the unders they were willing to take, the salary cap didn't allow. So obviously, whatever, however Jack Whiten fits into this, it all must be above board. So I can, I can understand people getting upset and whatnot, but... If you're going to cheat the cap, you're going to get caught in 2023, in my opinion. Uh, and I think South Sydney are just going, you know what? We're going all in on the next two or three years. It could cost us for the few years after that, but we're going to back our management. We're going to back our juniors. And most of all, we're going to back our coach, who seems to get the very best out of guys who, who guys seem to trust, Jason Demetrio. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's very interesting for South Sydney. I genuinely think that they can win a comp next year or the year after. I really do. And I'm really hoping that they get a good injury run over the next year or two because, fuck, it's going to be an exciting team. That back line is off its head. Ilias, Cody Walker, then out to the left side. You're, you're going to have Cody Walker on that side, Jack White and Alex Johnson. That is fucking unbelievable. Go to the right side. Uh, you're going to have Lachlan Ilias, then you're going to have Campbell Graham, who is arguably the premier centre in rugby league at the moment. That right wing spot is the only one that's opened. I would tend to think... Isaac Thompson's there at the moment. Tane Milne, those two are fighting out for that spot. I would tend to think that Isaiah Tash probably wins that spot over on that side. So, And then with Latrell Mitchell floating to both sides of the ruck, mate, you have got one hell of a fucking footy side there, along with, you know, obviously the, the great forward pack. They have get Havili back in there. You get Jai Arrow back in there, fully fit. Um, you know, Cam Murray, Coleman Tungy. I mean, like, the list just goes on and on. Young guys like Davey Mowali, these sort of guys. Talis Duncan that will be coming through this time next year. Uh, very, very exciting times for South Sydney, and I genuinely do think that they can win a comp next year. I would probably have them in my top two or top three at the moment. Um, and there's a world where I think I could get to the start of next season, look at this South Sydney side and go, holy fuck, they're the premiership favourites. And so they should be, because I think this team can be star-studded. They've already shown they can get to a prelim. They know how to get there. They know what to do. Just about taking it to that next level. And a guy like Jack White, and that could be the little bit of mongrel, the little bit of fucking shit in your game that they need to go to that next level. Um, a lot of questions about potentially Jack White and playing left-back rower. I think Matty the Waterboy suggested this to me yesterday. Look, I, I don't hate it, but I don't think now's the time for Jack White to play that role. I also think with the way that South Sydney play... I wouldn't be buying a guy like Jack White and putting him there. You essentially need to be the best decoy in rugby league to play left-back row for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, unless you're going to change up how they do everything. Not personally how I would go about it. I think that a Jacob Host, I don't overly rate Jacob Host as a footballer. I think he's had a really good last month to his credit. Um, but I think that a guy like him that you're not paying huge overs, if he can just run his right line and do his right things on that side, Michael Cheekham could be another guy he could put there as well. I, I, I think that's a spot where South Sydney can save a lot of money and give someone a very, very simple and straightforward job and create that space and allow someone to run that line to create space for Cody, Latrell, Jack White, and Alex Johnson. I personally don't think you need a superstar at left edge back row. So for me, Jack White definitely plays left center. I would not be moving him out there. The other one here. 
obviously right now they're looking at that window of Cody Walker and Damian Cook. Yeah, you're probably looking at two, maybe three. I probably do think you're looking more so at two years, but there's nothing slowing those boys down at the moment. I love they're going for it. Big question by a lot of South Sydney fans, and I don't really know how to answer this one, to be honest with you. Um, but... Obviously, they've given Jack Whiten a four-year contract at age 30, 31, whatever it might be, despite refusing to give Adam Reynolds anything more than two years on his contract. Adam Reynolds obviously gone up to Brisbane has absolutely killed it. I don't know what South Sydney or how they would respond to this. I don't think they ever will because they don't have to. But, I mean, is there a world where they just thought, you know what, it's Lachlan Ellis' time. If we don't give him a shot over the next two years or now, he could leave. And then once Adam Reynolds does retire in two or three years, it could be over. There's also the very fair argument that they still had Adam Reynolds right now. Where would they be? I mean, it's pretty scary to think how well Adam Reynolds played in Brisbane. Would he have played this well at South Sydney? I've I, I got to tell you, I'm not sure if he would have because I don't think he needed to. I think that if Adam Reynolds was still at South Sydney, I think he would still be playing a very similar role to what Lachlan Ellis is. The kicking game would be a lot better. Don't get me wrong, yeah? And that's the one thing that there is no comparison. It is night and day between Lachlan Ellis and Adam Reynolds. No doubt in that whatsoever. But I do think that the role that Ilias plays as far as what he does for the side outside of kicking, I think it is very similar to what Adam Reynolds was doing there. So, and look, kicking game is incredibly important. Do not get me wrong. But I do wonder if maybe South Sydney have given a little to gain somewhere else. And if Lachlan Ilias can keep, you know, not only playing the way he has, but just keep improving the way he is right now, I still think South Sydney can win a comp with him. And I think that if you can get the icing on the cake of having Jack White in a left center, a genuine strike center, I mean, we could get to the end of next year and go, oh, okay, Jack White's the best left center in rugby league. He's one of the most dangerous left edge players. We know that. On the end of this back line, he could fucking explode. And I think that, granted, they are giving away a lot in the kicking game. And kicking game is so important. But I still, I still refuse to say that South Sydney made the wrong decision with Adam Reynolds. That they'd be fantastic with him. Don't get me wrong. He is absolutely killing it up there in Brisbane. But he's killing it up there in Brisbane because he has to be the main guy. At South Sydney, I don't think he was going to be the main guy. And I think that the role that Ilias is playing, I think he's doing enough. I think that people want to blame Lachlan Ilias very quickly and they want to have a crack at him and everything. I think he defends tremendously well. I don't think he's. I don't think his kicking game is a train wreck. It's not Adam Reynolds, but there's only one guy in this competition that has a kicking game like Adam Reynolds. Give you the hot fucking tip. His name's Adam Reynolds. I just I don't think that Ilias is a huge problem. I think he's playing his role well. I think that JD is getting more and more out of him every single week. And I do think the South Sydney can win a comp with the guys they've got and with Ilias at halfback. So I, I don't mind it, to be honest with you. I understand South Sydney, the, the, the South Sydney faithful being you know pissed off and furious that Adam Reynolds left because they wouldn't give him more than that two-year contract, but they're willing to do it with Jack. I understand that argument 100%. And I guess that, and I also get that there is a loyalty sort of side to it. But I've got to tell you guys, I don't know if South Sydney have made a bad call here. I don't know if they've made the wrong decision. I think that this is a team that can win next year. I look at them and I look at the improvement they've made. It's not many teams that could lose a halfback like Adam Reynolds, who's been as good as he has been for so long. And I mean, I'm sorry, have they got worse? I, I don't think they have. I, I, would I say they've got better? Probably not. I think they're probably even to when Adam Reynolds was there. Maybe they've gone back a touch, but not very much, to be honest with you. So I I get that people want Adam Reynolds and he's killing it up in Brisbane, but I personally don't think he'd be playing the same role for South Sydney as he is for the Brisbane Broncos, realistically. So I refuse to say that South Sydney made the wrong call on it, and I think getting Jack White in there next year is going to be fucking tremendous, and I genuinely do think that the South Sydney Rabbitohs can win a comp next year 
with Jack White at left centre and with the team that they've got and the team they're building at the moment. Very exciting times for South Sydney. Very tough times for the Canberra Raiders for Ricky Stewart. Um, very, very interesting to see who they replace Jack White with, how they go about it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Who they talk to, whether they go to England, whether they try and pay overs for a strike player. <sighs> Not many 5.8s, I think, that are worth a million dollars in our game anymore. And the 5.8s that are, I think they're all signed up to other teams. So very, very interesting to see what the Canberra Raiders do off the back of this. I think it'll be a big test for Ricky Stewart. And I think you will see a lot of change and a couple of tough years down there at the Canberra Raiders. Hopefully I'm proven wrong. I would love to see it. But I'm just not feeling overconfident about the direction they're heading in. The South Sydney Rabbitohs, on the other hand, I genuinely do think that they can win a premiership in the next two years. And I think that if we get to three years' time... And Jack's been there for three years and Cody's retired and Cookie's retired and they haven't won a comp. Personally, I'd be disappointed in South Sydney. 